and welcome to Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways that your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Today, I want to talk about one of the biggest challenges that most entrepreneurs face. Whether you're conscious about it or not, it's something that you've likely struggled with at some point. And the thing is, no one is immune to it, no matter who you are, where you are in life, or how successful you are. Chances are you've wrestled with this at some point. I'm talking about imposter syndrome. It's real, and for those of us who love to learn and grow, it's something that we face on a regular basis. So here's what you're going to learn today. In our first segment, I'm going to explain exactly what imposter syndrome is. In the second segment, I'm going to reveal four truths about imposter syndrome. And then in our third segment, I'm going to give you some tips to deal with it. But first, I want to start with a story. So I don't know about you, but I love traditions. And I also love reading. I have an annual habit that combines both of these. Towards the end of every year, either in November or December, I read the book, The Alchemist. It's become a ritual every year, and each time that I read it, I'm typically in a different place, physically and emotionally. And then I write down the date and the location on the inside of the front cover. If you've ever read The Alchemist, you know that it's very wise fable. It's a quick read too, and so you can finish it in just one afternoon. And what I love about this tradition is that each time I read it, I learn something new. It's like reading a brand new book each time. In the front of the book, the author Paulo Coelho includes a quote from Oscar Wilde. Each man kills the things he loves. And this quote really helps to set up the entire book. And then he goes on to share his own interpretation of this quote. And I really want to share this passage with you because I think it really applies to exactly what we're talking about today. So here it goes. Oscar Wilde said, each man kills the thing he loves. And it's true. The mere possibility of getting what we want fills the soul of the ordinary person with guilt. We look around at all of those who have failed to get what they want and feel that we do not deserve to get what we want either. We forget about all of the obstacles that we overcame, all the suffering we endured, all the things that we had to give up in order to get this far. I have known a lot of people who, when their personal calling was within their grasp, went on to commit a series of stupid mistakes and never reached their goal when it was only a step away. This is the most dangerous of the obstacles because it has a kind of saintly aura about it, renouncing joy and conquest. But if you believe yourself worthy of the thing that you fought so hard to get, then you become an instrument of God You help the soul of the world, and you understand why you are here. 
So I'm curious, are you familiar with imposter syndrome? It's something that we talk a lot about as entrepreneurs. And do you know why? Well, it's kind of like what I say in every episode that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you'll ever go through. And because as entrepreneurs, we're always growing, we're at a high risk of imposter syndrome because it shows up most in overachievers. Imposter syndrome is, quite simply, an overwhelming sense of self-doubt and insecurity that leads us to question our own capability and worthiness. We may feel paralyzed or worried that we have somehow misled other people to think that we're more competent than we actually are. And this leaves us with fear that we're going to be found out or exposed for our inferiority. Quite often, imposter syndrome causes us to dismiss our success as just luck or we downplay our accomplishments. As you know, I've created this podcast to curate some of the top themes that I see in my clients and imposter syndrome has been coming up a lot lately. Likely because everybody seems to be on the cusp of really stepping up with their businesses and taking them to the next level. So that's why I wanted to dedicate this entire episode to this topic, because it will likely apply to you at some point, if it hasn't already. In order to really understand imposter syndrome, I want you to know that it happens most when we are on the cusp of growth, when we are expanding and doing something new and scary. We've talked about this before, your ego wants you to stay safe inside your comfort zone never taking any risks, never wanting you to learn or grow because that way you stay small, you stay safe, and you're the easiest to manage. So if you're never growing or learning or doing anything new, then you're likely immune to imposter syndrome. But if you've managed to find yourself here and you're listening to this podcast today with me, and especially if you're an entrepreneur, Your reality is that you love growth, you love learning, and you love being challenged. And here's a little tough love for you today. If you're hungry for a life full of growth, learning, and adventure, you've unknowingly ordered a side of self-doubt. That is just part of the experience. To understand imposter syndrome a little deeper, I want to share four truths about it. Truth number one, everyone deals with imposter syndrome. Everyone. Trust me, doesn't matter how successful or accomplished or well-respected or famous someone is, we all suffer from this to some degree. Imposter syndrome is perfectly normal. I tell you this because I want you to know that you are not alone in this. Everyone experiences this self-doubt to some degree at some point in their life. There is one distinction, however, and that is how we respond to it when it happens. Some people allow it to become their reality and it holds them back and they get stuck. And some of us are conscious about it and we've learned how to live with the discomfort and how to lean into it when it comes up. Truth number two, 
Sadly, it never goes away. And I'm not trying to be the bearer of bad news here, but this is something really important to point out because often we think that if we work really hard to get to a certain destination and we get there that we'll just naturally feel confident. There seems to be a belief in our collective consciousness that when we arrive at the top of the mountain or reach a certain altitude, that we're going to rid ourselves of self-doubt and we'll just naturally, magically feel worthy and proud all the time. But this isn't the case. I tell you this because I want you to feel comfortable knowing this. The truth is that our challenges always up-level relative to our ability to handle them. And that's a great tweetable, so I'm going to say it again. Our challenges always up-level relative to our ability to handle them. Truth number three. The feelings are real, but they're not true. And what I mean by this is, although the feeling of self-doubt is real, the emotions are real. They're not accurate or true. Everyone goes through this, and it happens when we're growing. And I know this feeling of being a fraud or not feeling worthy or deserving of our success might be an intense emotion, but remember that it's not the truth. It simply comes from the expansion of your capability. You're expanding your blueprint or your range of capability. Think of it like growing pains. When we were kids, our bodies were growing at such a quick rate. Not everything was always growing to scale, which is why we were always a little bit awkward at times. Well, that's kind of what's going on with imposter syndrome. We're growing into a new capability, but our ability to recognize this or to see ourselves as an expert hasn't quite shown up fully yet. We're not quite comfortable with it yet, so we feel a little awkward. We feel a little unsure of ourselves, but we must not doubt ourselves or slow down. Keep moving forward and remember that you are always exactly where you need to be. And truth number four, it's a sign of continuous growth. In my research for this episode, I read something really interesting. I read that imposter syndrome mostly affects high achievers. And this makes total sense because it shows up mostly when we are growing. So for people who are doing the same thing day in, day out, and they're never really challenging themselves, then they're not likely going to be affected by this. Imposter syndrome is essentially a sign that you are on the cusp of growth. So do yourself a favor and recognize it as a good thing. In this segment, I wanna give you a few tips to deal with imposter syndrome. But before I do, I want to take a second and chat about Retreat You today. Last episode, I talked about the launch of this new online program, and I want to give a big shout out to those of you who have joined Retreat You already. I am so glad that you have. Now, this is the online program that I have built to help teach others how to build, market, and sell their dream retreats. And once again, the universe is exactly on point lining up my podcast topics with what is going on in the real world because I have had so many requests from people who want to join but they don't feel like they're quite ready yet or experienced enough. And this is so perfect because this is exactly what we're talking about today about imposter syndrome. 
and exactly why I've designed Retreat U as a membership community rather than just as a course. You see, as a coach, I understand people pretty good by now, specifically their mindset, and I know that there's a lot of people who have a deep desire to step up and become retreat leaders, but they're not sure if they're good enough or skilled enough or if they're ready. Deep down inside, they might think that they need more certification or more experience, or they're waiting to spontaneously be given that label of expert. And I have one thing to say to you. If deep down inside you have a desire to run a retreat, then desire is your calling. Stop waiting around for someone to come and tap you on the shoulder and tell you that you're ready now. Desire is your calling. I know it can be scary, and that's why I've built this community, not just to teach you what you need to do or to help you avoid the common mistakes, but to help you recognize yourself as an expert, to see yourself as a leader and to understand what your unique zone of genius is. There's so many things that we can do to remove the risk of running your first retreat, and that's why I've created this community of support and accountability to help you take those first steps when you're ready. Everyone is at different points in their retreat leader journey, and if you don't feel ready yet today, that's fine, but suppressing this dream isn't going to make it any more real. But do you know what will? Being part of a community and watching others go step-by-step through their journey, learning from the experience of others, that is what is going to help you build your confidence. So if you have a desire, just an ember of a desire to run a retreat, then join this community. You will be so thankful that you did. And you have a couple days left to do this until March 31st. So you can head over to retreatu.co or you can go to my website at thecorporateyogi.com and book a chat with me and I'll give you all the details. I've carved out time this week to chat with anybody who's interested and to answer any questions that you have. Okay, so let's jump back into imposter syndrome. So I'm gonna give you some tips to deal with it the next time that it rears its ugly head. I have five tips for you today. Tip number one, remember that experiencing imposter syndrome is perfectly normal and everyone is going through it too. It's a sign that you are on the right path. It's a sign that you are normal and human and you are not alone. Recognize it and don't let it paralyze you. Tip number two, take perspective. Often, when we're experiencing it, it's because we're completely immersed in doing so much that is so new that we've lost perspective about how much we've learned and grown along the way. So if you can take a little time out to think back to maybe a year ago or a couple years ago and compare how much you know now compared to then, then this will help you to feel grounded and appreciate how much you've learned. Or the other thing that you can do is reconnect to your purpose and where you are heading and who you are serving. And this will help you get perspective on why you are going through what you're going through right now. Remember, success rarely happens on a straight trajectory. There are lots of peaks and valleys along the way, lots of highs and lots of lows. Remember this and be patient with yourself. Tip number three. 
ground yourself with your expertise. Often when we're overwhelmed with imposter syndrome, it's because we're doing so much that is new. So find a way to take a break from all the new and come back to something that you're really good at. Remember, doing tasks that we know how to do always takes less energy and effort than doing something new that we're doing for the first time. So take a step out of your superhero life, (laughs) go back to what you know and what you're really good at, something that seems simple to you, and immerse yourself in that just to get your mojo back and your confidence. Tip number four, presence it. You know, this is one of my favorite soft skills, right? Naming what is going on to others around you. So if you're experiencing imposter syndrome and you're feeling like a fraud or you're feeling like you're not good enough, then I want you to presence it and tell someone else about it out loud. You'll be surprised that instantly all of the charge is taken out of it. It's kind of like letting all of the air out of a balloon. Because this horrible feeling of shame and fear and insecurity can only exist when you keep it inside of yourself, when you keep it unconscious. But as soon as you speak it out loud to someone who you feel really safe with, then it starts to dissolve. And a couple other great things might happen too. Either the person that you're with starts to share a story of their own when they've experienced that feeling too, or you'll have the opportunity to teach them about it and make them aware of what these feelings are too. This takes incredible courage and is a pure example of your leadership. Tip number five, start to associate imposter syndrome as a positive thing. Yes, I said positive. I really like the fact that we are talking about imposter syndrome in the world of entrepreneurship so much now. I think it's really helping us to normalize it and it's helping us to understand that everyone goes through it at some point. But I think we can do even better than just recognizing it and normalizing it. I think we can be even more powerful. I want us to start to see it as a big neon sign for growth so that we start to associate imposter syndrome as an opportunity and a reminder that we're heading in the right direction. Here's what I mean. So imposter syndrome only happens when we're growing or we're doing something new, right? It never ever shows up when we're on the couch in our sweats watching Netflix. So here's what I want you to do. The next time you feel imposter syndrome coming on, stop, get conscious, However you can, tell a friend about it or your coach, someone in your mastermind group, make it real. Talk through what you do know. Remind yourself of what you are good at. When you do this, you can recognize why you are strong enough to see this as a sign and then you can lean into the discomfort because you're leaning into growth. If you don't presence it, then you might feel stuck. You might beat yourself up about it, and then you might associate imposter syndrome as a challenge, as something that's really hard. If you see it as negative, then you might start to avoid it intentionally. So bottom line, when you're at the point where you're starting to question your credibility, keep going because you're heading in the right direction. So let's recap those five tips of what you can do the next time that you're faced with imposter syndrome. Tip number one, remember that it's normal and that everyone else goes through it. 
Tip number two, take perspective by stepping back and looking at the big picture. Tip number three, ground yourself with your expertise. Remember what you're really good at. Tip number four, presence it and tell someone what you're going through. And tip number five, start to see it as a positive thing because it means that you're growing in the right direction. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode on imposter syndrome. What about you? Are you suffering from this right now? Is it something that really resonates with you? Is there some area of your life where you feel stuck? What can you do to move forward? And if you know anyone, maybe it's you who has a deep desire in their heart to become a retreat leader, please reach out and let me know. I'm accepting founding members right now until March 31st, so simply head over to retreatu.co or you can book an appointment with me at thecorporateyogi.com. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you will ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it.